Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. Johnny Venerable, Bo Brock, Damian Anderson, Frank Sanders. Have a nice season, LA Rams. It's over for you at three and seven, losing to the Arizona Cardinals whoa, today. Whoa, 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 whoa! They're three and six. They're three and six. Yeah, but they they just took a hard L. You didn't let me get through that. I just wanted I, mean, to, I wanted to dance here. I wanted to dance on their grave, even, <laughs> even though I was off a game. The LA Rams, big time, fraudulent Super Bowl winners. You got your title. You just lost to Colt McCoy at home by the final score of twenty-seven to seventeen. And gentlemen, we are here to break it all down. We are so fired up to be here with you on the post-game show. Comments are rolling in. People questioning Kyler Murray's future with this team. Should they trade him? How good was Colt McCoy? That's what I want to start with you, Bo Brock. Uh, Colt McCoy did a great job under center in the shotgun for the Arizona Cardinals. I would have to say that this was the most complete game all season long for the Arizona Cardinals, but also let's keep in mind it was against an inferior Rams team. The Rams are not who they used to be. They're okay. not the team that hoisted the Lombardi Trophy. They've dealt with just numerous is- issues on the offensive line. They didn't have their starting uh, quarterback. Their backup quarterback was not as good as the Arizona Cardinals quarterback that came in and Colt McCoy and did a fantastic job from the very jump, leading them downfield to a field goal to open up the game. I mean, I thought what we saw from Colt McCoy is what we saw last year. Colt McCoy, 3-1 and one as Arizona Cardinals starter. Frank Sanders, you got to love it. I love it a lot. I love it a lot. That's, yeah. that's it. That's all you got to say. That's all I have, yeah, man. I mean, that's it. No, guys. I mean, <laughs> that's what that's what they get paid the big bucks for. I yeah. mean, so many times we've seen quarterback, you know, backup quarterback get, you know, double, you know, multi-million dollar deals. And you're like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? And then Colt gets in the game and you see in comparison to they were rotating, you know, backup quarterbacks at, at one time, that being the Rams. Yeah. And to see Colt go out there and some, you know, confidence. He'd been playing a game. I couldn't believe he was 36 years old. You know, he'd been playing the game for a minute to go out there and have composure. And he just got he he spread the ball around and he just showed a command of the offense that I, I don't think that we've seen in, a, in a, a variety that we've seen going on a center, different looks. I mean, they just look balanced and they didn't look rushed at all. They look, they look solid. Let me ask you gentlemen this. We saw Colt leave the game with a lower body injury, maybe a hamstring, <laughs> uh, and then they kind of went nowhere fast with Trace McSorley, who did two, two quick handoffs. Yeah. 
if 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 Cole McCoy does not come back in this game, do they win this game? I mean, that's a great question. Thank God we don't have to actually, you know, talk about that breakdown. Yeah. What that looked like the rest of the way. I mean, Trace McSorley. Here's a guy that had to come into the game second and 22, second yeah. forever on your own eight yard line. Yeah. I mean, nobody wants to come over in that situation. It's a it's a lose lose. So, but the fact that Colt McCoy could get out there, I don't know if he had the MJ special drink from from you know space jam yes got him ready for that i, I have that no paul idea pierce. yeah <laughs> paul pierce did? yeah it was yeah. a little bit more serious than that uh having to go to take a number two in the in the restroom but look also i mean big tip of the cap to the arizona cardinals offensive line you know it was a mix for between sure. colt mccoy getting the ball out quick yeah uh and knowing what to do with the football and this offensive line holding aaron donald who we expected to be a game wrecker at bay he had one quarterback hit this entire game two sacks from this cardinals patchwork offensive line i mean huge performance from i know we got the DraftKings king of the game coming up later you know are they in the mix colt mccoy in the mix ton of guys in the mix frank i gotta love what colt did and distributing the football, but also relying on his one and two guys heavily in DeAndre Hopkins and Rondell Moore. D, D Hop's just a little bit less, a little shy of 100 yards, but mm -hmm. a lot of effective, a lot of effective catches down the road. Kept the uh, kept the ball moving, kept uh, kept the chains moving as mm -hmm. you would like to say. Yeah, uh, Rondell Moore made some catches that I thought was pretty exciting too, my man. Absolutely. But again, no, no, real quick, I know our own GM Saul just said in the chat. I thought it was a great you know, perspective in that they didn't call any screens today. So was this Cliff being Cliff? They also ran under center a decent amount, and they yeah. booted Colt McCoy. And that's something that Cardinal fans, we here up here every week say, we need to become a little bit more conventional with Kyler Murray. Get, is, are those just things that you guys think he Kyler Murray can't do? do or doesn't want to do? I don't think that's the case. I think Kyler Murray would go under center. But it's frustrating because it – it does open up so much more your offense. But <laughs> I agree with that, but I, I got to go back to Bo, Bo's earlier point. You got everything's with context, right? It was the Rams, but they didn't have these deficiencies that we talk about with backup quarterbacks on the defensive side of the but ball. But they've been pretty they good. They still this had year. Aaron Donald. Yeah, they've no, been pretty good defensively. No, that's my point. They still had Aaron Donald, and to go down with confidence, not run any screens, yeah. you know, get a variety of players the ball, not focus on one, I think that has to do with how they utilize Kyler Murray, but maybe it's a feedback thing. You know what I mean? And maybe Cliff needs to take more of a, you know, assertive role in his relationship with Kyler. Like, hey, we're going to do this because this works. It gives us multi to be allows us to be multi multi-dimensional, mm -hmm. right? Which we don't see when it's bubble screen, bubble screen, take a shot to D Hop. We'll try to Rondell Moore for three or four or five yards, maybe a reverse pass for, you know, minus two or three. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. based on the knee-jerk reaction, right? Data would say otherwise, but you could just tell the offense felt different today, guys. It did. It did. It just felt like it was – you saw a positive yard after yard, yard positive yardage, right? I yeah. mean, this was – it wasn't, you know – first down, get a negative play or no yardage being second and long, right? And then try to make up for that, you know, make up whatever yardage you lost for a self-inflicted wound or a negative play, a screen that gets blown up on first down. I mean, it, it was it just seemed like this offense was just moving forward the entire game. And, and a tip of the cap, you know, to the coaching staff, and I know people don't like that, you know, because Cliff is a four-letter word around here these days. He is. But, you know, I, I thought that – if anything, and I don't want to get too entrenched in this quarterback controversy because I'm not going to buy hook, line, and sinker into it, but I think that this game, guys, the this puts things in perspective 
for Kyler Murray. It puts him in a different mm. spot to watch the game, watch another guy run this offense, and maybe puts him in a better position going forward watching from the sidelines. Well, but that, that's one thing, you know, being a parent, that you hope so, <laughs> right? You hope, right, right, you, hope right. you hope that he learns, you hope that he grows, and you hope that he sees, like, well, damn, I'm not doing that. Damn, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. that. Damn, that worked. And hopefully Kyler and Cliff both saw what the offense can be in utilizing their, you know, some of their strengths or doing different things and not being in shotgun, you know, every series, going under, going under center. I mean, we saw bootlegs, you know, I, I mean, with McCoy, where he, you know, didn't throw the ball, he kept it and got a first down. Yeah. I mean, it was just the, the variety of offense and he was crisp and his decision make, making and it wasn't with the exception of two, a couple of drops that he wasn't, you know, 100% completion rates. I mean, he, he, he did well and hopefully... Bo, to your question, hopefully that Kyler learns and grows and Cliff sees what this offense can do. And it's like, it's not about you being comfortable, bud. It's about this offense being elite and we need to do more with you. I, I just think the interior offensive line deserves a shout out. For They're sure. doing multiple combinations. Sure. Rashard, what's his name? Crawford in the know his name. If Johnny don't know Coward. your name, kudos. If Johnny don't know your name, kudos. He played his ass off today. They rotated him and Cody Ford, who had been battling an illness. Billy Price, we jinxed it. We're like, damn, Billy Price is playing a good game. And then he, you know, miss miscues a snap. Uh, you know, I, they were they were they were fine. And you know what? That's good enough because I anticipated this game looking like a bloodbath, six, seven sacks, especially if Kyler Murray played on a limited ankle. I do think that this team right now needs to take a note from this game plan moving forward. Regardless how the rest of the season goes, we're not sure. I would say Rams have one of the better fronts that we've seen this year. You got to keep going north and south. You got to you got to churn out positive yards because where the Cardinals have been so susceptible to getting sacks, gentlemen, is when they try the gimmicky shit, the the screen passes, right, and then all the penalties that come with what we've seen up until this game. So then they're in second and third and long, and then they can't convert. What was the nice thing that we saw today is yeah, the Cardinals didn't score on every possession. They had to punt. They had to play field position, but it never felt like outside of that one play where Cliff got gimmicky on third and fifteen and it was a screenplay call. It never felt like the Cardinals didn't have an opportunity to at least conservatively pick up second and third downs. And that was great to see. And if you're Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray is not going anywhere for anybody questioning whether or not he's going to be dealt. Of course not. They made an investment in him. They're going to make it worse for work for better or worse. He's got millions of dollars in dead cap if they ever were to move him. You need to take a look, a hard look in the mirror and say, we need to take a a page out of what worked today. And in my opinion, that was going north and south, not east and west. Yeah, for but sure. The effectiveness of the offense is really what, when you go back and look at you, you're going to ask yourself, was it Colt? Did Cliff do something different? I think or it was, was doing was, something was different. It, was it Kyler and Kyler not seeing the reads? Because you can go back and probably watch the same game. You watch, watch hard knocks. I mean, you can watch, and you can see that there's some things that he's that he's missing that that slows the offense down or it doesn't allow Cliff to get into those 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 next progressions of second and third down play calls that he wants to use. And he might, he might, he might I think every offensive coordinator and every offensive minded coach is setting up the defense. That's been our concern. The scheme hasn't looked like it's been it hasn't looked like it's been trying to set up anything. Well maybe because it was so ineffective, but then when you see that it can be effective, he 
threw the ball 11 times in the first series. You know, yeah. and, that, and that in itself yeah. says, so that means they, they kept the ball going. They was able to be effective that way. And I think what we saw today, man, was that just offensively, the O-line did a great job. But did you ever, did you ever put them in a bad spot? There was never the pat, pat, sit back and pat the ball yeah. a whole bunch. It was get the ball out of his hands very fast. And it was effective versus a very good deal, secondary. I mean, he threw the ball the 37 times. It didn't yeah. even feel like he threw the ball that many times. And you look up, they, they, and, they, and they didn't run the ball that well. It was 26 of 78. And that, to me, is even more of a detriment to Cliff Kingsbury's play calling before this week because they didn't run the ball effectively. And Colt McCoy had almost 40 attempts, and it looked better. It looked much more crisp and competent. And I, I feel like it's just a stigma that it's almost like he can't help himself with Kyler. Like he has to try all this gimmicky stuff because he knows Kyler is a game game breaker, a playmaker, but he can't help himself and just say, I got to get Kyler easy completions. Yeah. We got to have rhythm passing. We got to have some conventional offense. We got to muddy up the game on the line of scrimmage because you got an offensive line, gentlemen, that I thought build, built confidence as the game went on. Yeah, and I think it's long. it was long overdue. I think when Colt McCoy comes into the, into the game and to start the game like he did today, uh, it, it you simplify things, right? You simplify things for your backup mm-hmm. quarterback. You simplify things for your playmakers, your offensive line. And this is something that the Arizona Cardinals offense should have been doing long ago, not because of Kyler Murray, just because the offense was going the wrong direction, right? right. Mm-hmm. I mean, just sim- keep it simple, stupid, sometimes. Get back to basics. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these self-inflicted penalties, everything that was getting in their way, I mean, it was a big-time problem for this Cardinals offense, and they simplified things, and it, it just looks a lot better now. I mean, it's as far as Colt McCoy, he has he has over a decade of NFL experience. He, he does. has the advantage of playing in so many different systems and seeing everything. Where Kyler Murray's been in the same system since the jump. He's a guy that played one year legitimately of college football. Where Colt McCoy was entrenched as a starter in Texas forever. You know, played at Cleveland, played in Washington, and now is the backup here. I mean, I, I think that. You know, we can't discount that, you know, having all those years of experience and then be able to go in there and, and win a football game. But it's also, like I said, it gives Kyler perspective of seeing this offense run differently in, in an efficient manner and, and what went into the, the just preparing for this game and then just game managing things. And then when it comes down to making a play, we saw Colt McCoy and Rondell Moore, Moore dial that up on fourth and three yeah. on a big fade pattern down the down the field. I mean, it had it all, right? And regardless if it's against the bad Rams team, it was it was a big win for the team. Second loss for Sean McVay against the Arizona Cardinals in his career. It's always nice to dish him that cold platter. And what I'll say is that there's levels to this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a level with Colt McCoy is better than their two backup quarterbacks that they have. And then they're able to mitigate some of the you know the issues. They can be a complete offense, whereas you saw the Rams where they're taking Bryce Perkins out or or, or you know the the starter and putting Bryce Perkins in for running situations. The Cardinals didn't have to do that. And given his experience, Bo, of playing in multitude of different offenses, nothing can surprise Colt McCoy because he's seen everything. And he's been at practice and he's been always available, especially, and I guarantee you, he and Cliff had that conversation. Well, what do you like? Well, what do you want to do? What do you do well? And they had that conversation, just like as though that I feel that they have that conversation with Kyler. And I think that, to your point again, Bo, I think that they hopefully they learned something from this and that they can grow as an offense and see, like, hey, although it was the Rams, defensively they were still solid, but I think that we're a, a little bit – are we taking – are we underappreciating Vance Joseph this game? 
a little no, bit? No, because I think we expected Vance to have success against John Wolford. I did. Well, I expected them to be held yeah. under 20 points. And you know what? The offense really never put them in a position with their backs against the wall. And what they have done in weeks prior is they were on the field the whole game, turnovers giving them short fields. Like, they, both sides played about as clean of a game as you can get. Fair. And I'm not making excuses for Cliff. I'm just saying, like, I have seen Kyler fumble the football and have errant throws and the offense go three and out like outside of the first couple you know possessions in the first quarter the offense was picking up first downs I want to get to the super chat Isaiah Jones get your take on this gentleman Uh, I believe this game was called so efficiently as Cliff knew Colt was going to follow exact orders that's interesting (laughs) only thing holding Kyler back Bo uh, Damian Frank is attitude what do you think about that Uh, I will I will agree in in regards to just the game, the the game, the, the the way we called, the way he called the game was absolutely on point. With what we think Colt was able to do, not mm-hmm. a lot of deep balls, no yeah. no RPO very type strategic, of stuff, right? very strategic, right? Just yeah. get the ball out of your hand. Yeah. One, two, three. Find find some good, and he made good throws. He put he put the ball on guys in good spots. Back shoulder throws are on point. Mm. Got the ball out of the hand pretty quick, and the player and the, and the guys when I make plays, yep. I always think that there's something about it as a former receiver when my quarterback is a is a is a is a pocket quarterback. Mm-hmm. I know that he he can't run. So I'm going to run my route, and I know for a fact the ball's going to come out in a certain time frame. And that, to me, I think is is is, is it changes the attitude of the receiver mm-hmm. because I'm not waiting for you to pat, not looking to, to see if you're going to run. If I run if I run a great route and D Hop says, "Hey Kyle, I'm open," yeah, well I was open, but you you was already out of the pocket running. So that to me, my, that might affect my my trust factor and what you're going to be. And I think sometimes you got when you got a pure pocket passing quarterback. The guys trust that a little bit more. They know exactly what he's going to do. The offensive line knows it's a 1,001, 1,002, 1,003 hold. Yeah. And, you know, hold. And, and they know that's they that's all they got. With Kyler, you might get four, five, six seconds because he he has the scrambling ability. Attitude-wise, I think just once the guys felt like they had good rhythm, um, I think that was, the, that was the difference maker. And then, again, a new voice in the huddle changes sometimes the attitude of the guys. You know you got playmakers. You just the guy's not making plays. Why is that happening? Again, once you find yourself on a roll, I mean, you can really see that taking place. Guys, and just the game plan, the fact that you know, given the 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 issues at offensive line, right? You thought that that hey, maybe they're going to try and establish the run yep. and, and take the ball away from the Rams, but to go multiple plays, what was it, ten straight maybe, mm-hmm. with you know just no runs, and right. then they you, you were like, and you were okay with it because they were getting first downs and moving the football, and you felt good with what Colt and Cliff was calling up because Colt was sharp with his decision-making. Yeah. It is it is the Rams, and I think that you do feel good about it. And I just wonder if it's a situation in, about the attitude. I can't speak on that, so I don't know. I think that every player is passionate and, want, and wants to be better, and Kyler winning at every level. I think that it, just, it becomes a situation where I think that Cliff is enamored by Kyler and maybe a little bit intimidated to, yeah. to, to tell him you know, the truth in certain situations where Colt is like, that. I sure. can just talk. You know he's he's a you know grown ass man. He's seen everything. Not that much pressure on him and, until it's time, right? And whereas Kyler, it's like okay, well we're gonna try and make everything perfect and give what you want. And it they're at a situation now where that isn't working, right, Johnny? Yeah, and so and, you gotta do more. And if I'm Cliff Kingsbury, real quick, and I get fired at the end of the year, and I'm <laughs> applying for head jobs or offensive coordinator jobs, right. I don't know if I'm taking the film with I'm taking the the four games I played with Colt McCoy, and I say Damn. I won three games, and I won all three of them on the road. At divisional opponents. Think about that. Yeah. He won at Seattle, at San Francisco last year. He's won at LA 
in a year calendar span with Colt McCoy. That that's not everything, but it means something, Bo. For sure. And absolutely. I want you guys to holster and think about something. Let it marinate for for basically the whole show, and then we'll get to what our answers are. Who we think should start Monday night against the 49ers, Colt McCoy or Kyler Murray. Is, is that too is that too much for you guys? Can you handle that question? I'm I not do. saying full-blown quarterback controversy because that's too polarizing of a conversation here. Getting back to DA's point as far as what you hope. Kyler Murray could pretty much gain from sitting, right. standing on the sidelines in this situation, watching McCoy run this offense, how Cliff works with McCoy and how McCoy works with his offensive line and his playmakers. Like what you hope from that, it, it, it's really going to be interesting. You hope that some sort of humbling happened, right? And it, it's not to, you know, Kyler Murray's fault, right? Because Kyler Murray came in the number one pick, right? And he also came in, he's coming off of a, a huge contract negotiation where the team pretty much had to cater to Kyler, yes, right? Yes. So at some point, you know, when things aren't going well, at the end of Hard Knocks, we hear J.J. Watt say, hey, take a long look at yourself in the mirror and then look deeper. And you hope that that resonated with your franchise quarterback because I think that there's a lot to be gained in, in, in a winning fashion. This isn't off an L, mm -hmm. you know, for your franchise quarterback and Kyler Murray. And we're going to hear about that. And we've heard about it at nauseum this morning because people were upset. You see Josh Allen go out there. I know he didn't play his best game, but he battled into overtime with an elbow. And Kyler's got a hamstring. Fucking Baker. Well, we're going to get to that. But first, we <sighs> want to talk to you about OGs, our favorite, one of our favorites, Bo Brock, and all the great stuff they've yeah, got going on. Yeah, they've got it all, right? They've got the creams. They've got the fruits. They've got the minis. They've got the sleep time gummy, which yep. is unreal. You got trouble falling asleep? They got a game changer <clears throat> for you. They got the Aquaberry sleep time gummy which helps you get to sleep and stay to sleep if you're not trying to fall asleep you want maybe more something you're going out you're going to have a fun night on the town you're going to win the cards game you got the fruits you got the orange creamsicle frank i know you're in for that Delicious. it's og brands of course arizona's cannabis kitchen they got you covers they're sold at your local dispensary but you got to go to their website you got to check out all the products that they have ogsbrands.com that's o-g-e-e-z brands.com follow them on instagram as well you know somebody who might want ogs for christmas the perfect stocking stuffer also the perfect maybe uh palate cleanser after thanksgiving or maybe even before thanksgiving sure you sure sure you can maybe get in on and just pimp out your thanksgiving always you can find them at your local dispensary got to be 21 years or older Speaking of which, we got Four Peaks thrown down the watch parties of all watch parties. We've got you set as far as set for your World Cup watch party in less than 10 days from now. You got the World Cup kicking off 2022. Mexico, U.S., you got some big games on tap. U.S. opens up against Wales. You got Mexico. They've got a big game to open things up as well. You want your spot to watch those games with beer specials, giveaways, guest appearances, and more. Yeah, you got four peaks. You can register right now. Just click the link in the show notes, and you can reserve your spot because watch parties are going to fill up quick. You're not going to want to stand in line and then get standing room only. You can get your seat today. $3 kit lifter and wow wheat pints. U.S. and Mexico rosters recently dropped, so that's got to have you extra excited. Less than two weeks away. Team up with Four Peaks. U.S.-Mexico World Cup matches. H Street Pub. Check out the link in the show notes. Register for free. Get yourself some Red Bird Lager. Get yourself some Wow Wheat. Enjoy it responsibly. Got to be 21 years or older. You mentioned it right before the tremendous ad reads. Buda Baker, an all-time Cardinal. It was already penciled in before this season. He's on, it, in my opinion, a Hall of Fame route. And then you see the emotion 
from Hard Knocks on Wednesday, and then you hear the news that he's potentially out two to three weeks, and then you see him on the practice field Friday. And it's like, surely he's not going to try to play <laughs> Sunday in L.A. Surely this is with the Cardinals. They're so cautious with injury, right? They don't play anybody who doesn't practice. He's not on the inactive list today. He goes out, has a banger of a game, has an interception late in the game. And again, like, we're not here to knock Kyler Murray. We want Kyler Murray to do well and play next week. But it makes you think, Buddha forced his way onto the field today. He did. did he not? He did. He did. It was like uh, seeing a ghost on Friday. After you know, Cliff Kingsbury told us guys in the in the media room earlier this week said he had zero percent chance of playing. Zero percent. We saw it on Wednesday night on Hard Knocks. You see the high ankle sprain. You see the reports from our friend of the show, Ian Rappaport, saying he's out two to three weeks. Yeah. And then Friday, Friday, it's like I'm Batman and I see Raja Ghoul. I thought mm-hmm. I saw him die. I thought yeah. he was dead. But he's not. He's out there practicing. He's stretching out. He's he's looking like a normal Buddha Baker. And then we hear today that he's active, and not only is he playing, he's making an impact. He has the pick. He nearly takes it to the house. I mean, Buda Baker's stock is at an all-time high, and you absolutely understand why. DA, what is a guy like that? I mean, DeAndre Hopkins told us that he's the energy of this team. Like they, they want the, He is the Arizona Cardinals, and they try to match that as a roster. Yeah, it's a rarity that you find a player that is what he is – on the football field and and that transcends through every aspect of his life. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, after that playoff game last year, what Cam Akers did to him and for him to come back and not skip a beat and just the, as you mentioned, you you can't miss with Buddha because he's giving nonstop energy, nonstop effort and nonstop intelligence. He knows what's going on. It's it's that total, you know, uh, total package of a player. So you just appreciate that. Like, you know, in today's age with, you know, social media, everybody gets butthurt about everything. (laughs) They do. Buddha is just a football player. Mm -hmm. You know, old school. I mean, you know, undersized. He's not the 6'1". He's not the Adrian Wilson, but he plays like he's Adrian Wilson. You You know, he plays like Buddha Baker. And a guy that can just go out there and make plays. And we've been, you know, in the Valley, we've been a little bit, I, I, I would say, uh, we've been spoiled. Spoiled. Yeah. Hashtag we had, blessed. We, we've had, hashtag <laughs> blessed. You, you've had Tyron Matthew. You've had Adrian yeah. Wilson. You know, shout out RIP Kwame Lasseter. Yep. And now you got Buddha Baker, who is just doing everything that he can to give Cardinals fans hope. And you, got, you can't help as a former player and a fan, but respect that. Leadership will always win out, mm. but leadership with performance definitely goes a, a lot it goes much further than you can't want say because nothing. can't say nothing because you, you know say, for a fact you can't question. he's laying it on the line he's giving his all and he's not just he's not just you know there's guys that just i told Diaz. <laughs> we had a bunch of guys in the locker room that cried sometimes we need to win i'm tired of losing but they weren't always out there on the practice field they didn't always put it out there on the game mm-hmm. and you watch them in film you're like bro like you you just you just stop gave, it stop it we know mm-hmm. you like but <laughs> but that's the difference with buddha and i think you we can all appreciate that man there's sure. when, you, when you're a leader and you've been called to be the leader he's doing it whether he's winning or losing he wants to win he's gonna give it 100 i think the cardinals fans we all recognize that man because it's pretty got there and special uh i want to continue the conversation surrounding this defense gentlemen because they gave up some touchdowns in the second mm-hmm. half and the game was well at hand at this point i'm going to talk about antonio hamilton for a second 11 tackles two passes defense mm-hmm. i thought outside of our DraftKings king of the game he was maybe the most impressive player I saw on the field defensively for the Cardinals. Almost had a pick six for himself, but just completely blanketed Cooper Cup. Was 
obviously the CB1 that Cliff Kingsbury talked about in training camp, like you saw it on display today. Journeyman, 28, 29 years old. Mm -hmm. He was fantastic. And how about rookie Majay Sanders? Just mm -hmm. has the one sack, yeah. but it went beyond the box score, beyond the stat sheet, holding penalties. He was all over the field, east and west for the Cardinals. I, you know, this, this pass rush that has been non-existent from outside linebackers this year, with all due respect to Victor Dumagaji and Marcus Golden, just not getting it done. And then you've got this fourth or third rounder, 41 from Cincinnati coming in and saying, yeah, I'm not as experienced, but I've got athleticism for days, and I'm not going to let John Wolford sit back in the pocket and get comfortable, and that never happens. Yeah, I think you're seeing the guys who've earned spots in playing time and snaps finally get that, right? Yeah. I think that yeah. it's it, there, there was no margin for there was no, hey, let's wait and see. Uh, it's let's get the best guys on the field. Let's get the best guys, all eleven guys on the field, at, at, as as much as possible. They're going to make impact plays. And you know, Hamilton, unfortunately, had that freak accident in his kitchen where he was he was uh, he had the shrimp right, and it was the grease fire that went down. And yeah. He was out for four weeks, and then he comes back and has to kind of like get back into football shape. And now we're seeing what everybody saw in training camp: him earning that starting role. He was supposed to be the CB two here over Marco Wilson. And he was just fantastic. I know it's Wolford to Cup. It's not Stafford to Cup. But, I mean, the guy went out there and balled out against his opponent. He won each and every rep. It seemed like that he had out there. What else can you ask for him? I mean, that's all you can do as a player to earn respect. And when you win a game, you play well. It is the NFL. And we yeah. see how what the what the advantage of having a, a serviceable, serviceable backup can do in Colt McCoy. So you know that it's just some days this game is about Matchups. I mean, it, we talk about Maje Sanders. Right. We talk about Marcus Golden. It may be a tackle with that they're playing that may not do well, strong as shit, but may not do well against speed, right? So Maje is going to get a lot of reps, and it may be weak. So JYD is going to get a lot of reps. And the game is about matchups, and you just see Vance Joseph week after week putting, I think, the defense in the best position to be successful. They may not execute always, but I think that he always does a good job putting the best players on the field in positions to win, and that's the name of the game. Cardinals got the dub. They did exactly what they were supposed to do against that 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 Rams offense. Good comments here in support. I thought Isaiah Simmons played well all over the football, actually had the tip ball that ended up going to Booter Baker before his interception. Props, according to EZ, to Isaiah Simmons. And Zayvon Collins almost had hit himself an interception. And again, I we're not here to belittle or excuse me, to to overstate like the Rams offense. It's been bad this year. It's been bad with Matthew Stafford, right? They're not the same juggernaut team that we saw a year ago. And the Cardinals, they're playing a lot of new players. And I think that's, a, that's what Cardinal fans can take solace in. If this team is going to struggle, you would rather see them struggle with young players. And the most frustrating part of this slow start for this team is just the staunch commitment on both sides of the ball to not play the youth, to not see what they have. And now to have this kind of stretch with Isaiah Simmons and Zavin and Maje and Zach Allen continuing to play well and, and Byron Murphy on the back end, it's like, okay, wherever this season ends, it ends, but you can feel good about this core, you know, Byron coming back, you know, hopefully on a new contract next year, moving forward, whether it's Vance with this defense or a new defensive coordinator, whomever it is, you can feel good about. They have young pieces in place because there's nowhere worse in the NFL than to be losing and losing with old players because then you really feel like we don't have a, we don't have a future. We don't have a solution. And today it was like, yeah, Colt McCoy was steering the ship, but it's like, hey, look at Rondell Moore. Second year, finally healthy and putting in a groove and 90-plus yards. Trey McBride now, something we haven't talked about, Zach Ertz goes down, presumably with a knee injury that could keep him out 
Inde I'm going to say indefinitely. Was yeah. carted off, was crying with teammates. Like Never that. a good sign. We're not going to jump to conclusions. Kingsbury doesn't know enough after the game. I've already checked Twitter and the, and the reporters out there in L.A. But Trey McBride now has an opportunity. Second round pick. Very similar to Maze Sanders. Go out there and produce. Had a couple catches today. You know, it gets his sea legs out of mm -hmm. him. We were laughing because he kind of fell down at the end of the game. <laughs> but at least, Bo, he's been playing. He's been blocking. Yeah. Now it's you got to open up the, the playbook for a guy at Colorado State who mm -hmm. is unguardable. You hope? Well, you hope. Well, I mean, we'll just see what more playing time, what happens with a guy like Trey McBride. Yeah, hopefully he finds oh, his... You got to expect that it's going to get better for him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because now he knows he's number one. Just now. feed him. He's number feed one him. guy, and he he'll, the reps that he's been running, he's been number two guy, and whether mm -hmm. he's been open or not, he, he you know, he's got Zach Ertz to look at, and quarterback in him has great rapport. He's always going to kind of find a way to get it to his number one guy. And so... Right now, I'm looking. I, I have great expectations of what he can bring to the table. He'll get he'll he'll get a chance to kind of really face some guys. He'll see how teams try to game plan him if they do or if they don't. And then you know it's it's up to our quarterbacks to make the adjustment. But they're we're in a good spot. I think you said something earlier about you know playing the young guys, and you've been screaming that for the last two years. And then we had to develop some young guys, and we paid for some older guys mm -hmm. that ended up still getting hurt. Now we got some young guys that's out there playing, and I'm I'm happy to see where our defense is. I'm happy to see that these young guys are playing. It's actually showing that he actually drafted some talent. You know, he actually brought some guys in that can actually make some plays. But kudos to Vance on on using this talent and putting guys in a position. Again, this wasn't a great Rams offense, but you, who cares? You showed up with them and we whooped your ass. That's what it is. That's, yeah. It happens on game day. Yeah. And I think, but the way we won was more impressive because it looked like a complete game. You never yeah. apologize for wins. All, no, 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 no. All three well, phases. All three phases today. As, as DA pointed out, you know, Greg Dortch, even though he's still not getting the offensive snaps that everybody would like to see. I mean, he's he's averaging over, what, 13, 13, yards. 13 yards per punt return, putting the, the offense in, in a good spot, you know, a, a spot to cash in potentially every time. And then, you know, the, the defense, it, this wasn't just a get-right game for the offense because you're right. This is a defense that surrendered 30-plus points the last three games, including the win against the Saints. I mean, that was something where you just needed to have, across the board, this team was able to kind of impose its will on Sean McVay. You, you've never, you've done this once, actually. You've done this once before. Last year. You've right. won back-to-back -back games in L.A. Yeah, now. in L.A., it's you're, we'll, we'll call that uh, Arizona West, right, at this point because they've, they've got a two-game winning streak there. Uh, it, it, it was it was necessary. This was necessary to advance this season instead of having to say further say goodbye to 2022. And I want to talk about Cliff Kingsbury here in the next segment, but I want to talk to you guys about cashing in right now on the Underdog Fantasy app. You know, Bo and I were chatting right before the show. You had a couple legs that didn't hit on Underdog Fantasy. You hate to see that. I do. I do. Unfortunately, it was due to injury. Yeah. Uh, I, I bought insurance, so it's not like I'm going to come away empty-handed. You, you strike me as an insurance guy, like buying insurance, <laughs> just playing it safe. You just know? that safety net, right? Yeah, you know, it, it, like guarantees and insurance. You slap it on there, and, I, and I'm a I'm a mark for it. But D Hop hit, Rondell Moore hit. You know, unfortunately, Ertz didn't, and Cooper Cup didn't hit. I think but, both those guys hit. Had they not gone yeah. down, you seem like Ertz was primed for a big day before he was injured. I felt um, alive though the entire time. That's what Underdog yeah. did for me. You can cash out at a premium. The <laughs> we like to keep you informed here with Underdog and Cardinal uh, players in particular, but we've got a fantasy show that's fantastic, sponsored by Underdog. You should check out during the week with our guy Shane Diefenbach and company. Listen, sign up with promo code PHNX, and Underdog, get this, is going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy. you got to use the promo code PHNX to get in on the action today. And speaking of action, listen, Cardinals are on a win. 
Are they going to put together a winning streak in Mexico City? We'll see. But then they go home to play the L.A. Chargers. And I want to see that stadium, not in baby blue, mm-hmm. but in cardinal red. And I want everybody to fill up that stadium because, hot damn, they win next week. You're going to be feeling good potentially about their chances to get back to uh, 500. And you can get seats right now for a premium on the Game Time app. Save up to 60% on tickets when you buy them last minute. I know friends and family that have used Game Time, and it is significantly less than all those other third-party vendors out there that want to charge you an arm and a leg for fees and tickets, etc. You want to go support the Cardinals against Justin Herbert and company. Do it using the Game Time app. It's the best way, by the way, to support us is buying your tickets through the link in the description below. Thank you, Producer Emma, for that. Grab them right now on Game Time. Hope to see you there. All right, gentlemen, Cliff Kingsbury today. Um, we had speculated all week, should the Cardinals lose? And I picked them to lose. Bo did. Frank picked them to win. Kudos to you, my man. Thank you, Pretty sir. Pretty much nailed this. Wait, you had 28-14? 14 or 28, yeah. 7. 27, 17. Great guess, Frank. That, you yeah. know what? That's what You're you do when you're on, <laughs> Frank you is do Mr. When you're on four peaks, bro. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, three, four peaks lined up on the, on the Friday show, and he was on the Cliff bandwagon. Now the question is, will everybody else be on the Cliff bandwagon? Because we asked questions about, could he be fired on Monday? Could he be fired after Mexico City? I think there's no way now, Bo Brock, after winning today, no matter how it looks on Monday night, yeah. I think he's he's making it to the Chargers at least. Yeah, I think you're right, I, and I think maybe even beyond that, he's probably cashed in for at least the rest of the season, and then they'll reevaluate as far as how this team performs down the stretch. And yeah, it was that's what we talked about on Friday, Frank. I mean, yeah. it's pretty much this. There was more to it than just the Arizona Cardinals moving their record to four and six. It was beating McVay. It was getting a divisional win, going to one and three in your division, and and just. Having a chance, but but having guys show up, you know, I know it's a victory Monday, but show up Wednesday really uh, w- with kind of their lunch pail and, and ready to advance potentially to five and six, a big divisional game on tap. I mean, there was more at stake than, you know, the Cardinals fans that were ready to just quit on this team, right? Yeah. And, and I thought that that's what a, a win just changes the perception of a lot of things. And it, it was just, it's big no matter when it comes. Guys, I think it gives this team, this fan base, hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't have much of that coming into this, this game. I mean, given <laughs> given the, the financial commitment by the Cardinals to Kyler Murray, the offseason cliff, and you just didn't see that type of offensive performance, right? Like, no one expected the defense to be anything, right? It was all contingent upon this offense doing major things. It hasn't done that. It looked good today against a Rams team that was okay defensively, but they are what their record is. I mean, they were three and five, you know, coming into this game. Yeah. And it wasn't like we were going, you know, they were going against Philly or they were going against, and I don't want to discredit anything that they did, but I just want to keep things in perspective. Of course. That, you know, that they played well against a bad team. And what it gives you is, is that you're not the worst. Can you be better? And, you know, how are we going to make this consistent? I think it, you saw a lot of opportunities today to, uh, to allow this team to be consistent. Sean right? McVay is this team's daddy, or at least he's been this team's daddy since he came to L.A. Mm-hmm. And any time, if you're Michael Bidwell and your head coach can get a win against Sean McVay when Steve Wilkes couldn't and Bruce Arians could never do it, that has to mean something. Now, if it's in lieu of a losing season, maybe it means less, but it, it doesn't fall on deaf ears. You've got two more matchups with San Francisco, a team you swept last year. It's an outside chance. Maybe you can go 500 in the division, but that's got to start next week. But as far as Cliff Kingsbury goes, I think a lot of Cardinal fans are are confused, including myself, on how to feel about this. <laughs> We're excited about the win. We want them to do well, but it's also like 
will this give Michael Bidwell pause on potentially <laughs> looking at other options? And is this a is this a false hope or is this a fake a fake win or fake narrative? I don't know where I'm going with this, but basically mm-hmm. it's like is is this does this win mean anything in the grand scheme of things? Cardinal fans on Twitter right now are DMing me asking me that. Yeah. I think it's a good question. It's like you always take the win. We want to root for this team to have success. But if it if it means Cliff Kingsbury is going to be around next year, Bo, like yeah. that's also not what Cardinal fans want to hear. If is there a big difference between let's say four or five wins or seven and eight wins if yeah. it means that you're not keeping Cliff? Yeah, because you have to look at the overall picture, right? I mean, this this is a, a team that went you know from three wins to five wins to eight wins to eleven wins. If they take a step back, I mean, is it is it one bad season and you're gone? Is, is, we have to look at the whole as far as the team, as far yeah. as your quarterback, your huge investment. You know, did, did Kyler Murray take a tremendous step back? I mean, that's that's what they're going to have to look at at the end of the season. But what this does in the A, I mean, what it does is you have to pause that, right? You, yeah. have, you have to go, Johnny, you have to change your relationship status with Cliff Kingsbury on Facebook from single <laughs> to it's complicated right now. Well, I love what I just saw in the chat from Terry and Ron. Ron basically saying nothing gets the heat off a cliff like a win, and yeah. I agree with that. Kyler's got some heat Sure. Now. But guys, I would say that this season, or, Cl- or Cliff's success is contingent upon Kyler's growth. If Kyler doesn't get better throughout these remaining games, we will. I don't Does think that though, we. I don't it, think that we I'm see Kyler, Cliff Kingsbury as a coach. But Michael Bidwell looks at Kyler Murray and says, "Well, Kyler, I'm paying you 230 million. I gave Cliff an extension. Like Cliff won without you. You got to pick it up, Kyler. Let's go." So I mean, that that could be another way that you play it. Do you? Is <laughs> Kyler? Can you put them to the market and load up so on trades? I mean, Johnny, you tweet, but Johnny, you tweeted that earlier this week. So it's one stop, or two stop, things. Stop, stop, it's Cliff or Kyler. Stop, stop. I'm going to say this. Cliff or Kyler, guys. I mean, that's what here. it comes down to. I'm not Today's doing that. win. They win, they keep them, Frank. I just want to be clear. If they win, they keep them. They continue to win. They progress. They're going to keep Cliff and Kyler for another year. If they don't, then who knows? Today's win, if he goes back to the table and, and him and V him and VJ is in there sharing film and showing Mike. Yeah. He's showing Mike, hey Mike, look. Are they at Cliff's house or VJ? <laughs> There's probably at your boys uh, over at uh, you know in, in, in Paradise Valley. We saw his viewing room. But I'm nice saying right. Swing. So this this if I'm Cliff, this is what I'm doing. I'm saying hey check check this out. I'm I'm making it work. This is my offense. I call these plays. Look at what this is what I've been trying to get mm-hmm. done. And and if, over the last couple of weeks, he's probably been showing Mike. I call these plays, but look, this is what Kyler's doing. So the question, and I'll, I'll I'll pose this to the panel and say this here: Is Cliff showing us that his system is more not an RPO system? And it's more just a he needs he needs a standard pocket passing quarterback hmm. that can sit in the pocket and kind of manage it from that standpoint compared to having the the nuances of an RPO system that it seems like if you're really gonna get into the RPO system then you better you better look at you better look at Baltimore For you better sure. look at Philly and figure it out because that's sure. RPO that works. at its highest. And you can't run that with Kyler. And why, so, though? He's and too, why? He's and too so little. That becomes, he gets ba- and that becomes, that if becomes you try to do what they're doing with. I mean, even Josh Allen taking off today, but Jalen and Lamar are just more physically imposing. They are bigger human beings and are built to, I, I, to sustain. I agree. And, that. Okay, fair enough. And then, and then my my argument would be: were it's not RPO, but why did Russell Wilson be so successful at being under the center? And they're great, very quite, similar. Great. You should be copying whatever they did in Seattle during their heyday. One thousand percent. And you saw a little bit of that yeah, today with Cole McCoy. It's almost like what the the perfect marriage of what this is For is. Sure. What they did in Seattle, it's crazy to say, with Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson when yes. Russell was putting up 40 TD seasons. where You can still have a dynamic offense. Goodness, we saw it enough in Arizona when For they were sure. beating our ass every year at State Farm Stadium. But then also under center, running the football, you know, with, with Marshawn Lynch and company. Like, 
that but I don't know if that can happen right now. That right. seems like an off-season thing. Yeah, it, it's easier, way easier said than done. And it goes back to some of the things that we've already talked about with what you hope Kyler can learn from mm. watching this game from the sidelines through the hamstring issue. issue. It's like with, with what we've seen from Russell Wilson and the shade that's been thrown from his former organization about wearing a wristband and you know where they've, they've had some success as far as team first and what guy's willing to do whatever it takes to win. And then you've got a guy that says, oh, well, I'll look, watch three times the film. I'll work out on a, an international flight for four of the eight hours. It's like, well, are you really willing to do what it takes to win? Are you, are you willing for your star to maybe take a back seat and watch the tape of what made Colt McCoy in this offense successful? Are you willing to do that or do you want to run things how you feel like will work for you best? How yeah. you're you're gonna look play maybe a little too much hero ball when you could play more team ball? Look, it's it's gonna get it, it gets it gets interesting the more like you you're kind of hoping that is does Kyler hamstring heals fast too, or can it wait another week? I don't think Kyler. And there's think, any way Kyler doesn't play. Monday. And so and I agree with well, you on that too. What's Kyler, 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 got, Kyler got different hamstrings than Cole McCoy. That's, that's, <laughs> well, hold on, that's, that's, that's all. I'm just saying he got a little bit more tread. He got a little bit more. Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for, Frank? Fast twitch. He got fast twitch. <laughs> In comparison to Cole McCoy, oh Cole, Cole the dog now. Yeah. He, he done earned the respect of everybody to he know really that it has. was whatever yeah. the injury was to come back look like it was dire and to come back. I mean, I was I mean, I was thinking in my mind, what am I going to talk about in the show? I'm like, well, shit. At least he went out guns a blazing. You know, no pun intended. You yeah. know what I mean? He went out for Colt? slinging it. Yeah, for, yeah, Colt. for Colt. Yeah, yeah. for Colt. Well, I mean, we didn't even talk about AJ Green came back from the dead and yeah. had a touchdown, and he hadn't caught a ball since what week? Week six. Six. You've got Rondell Moore and DeAndre Hopkins getting a combined 24 targets. He still didn't get it to Robbie Anderson. Well, that, 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 <laughs> Did Robbie play today? Yeah, a little yeah bit. he was in there a little bit. That's, Man, he's quiet. We're going to chalk that one up, maybe with the Rodney Hudson trade as, as losses. <laughs> but you know who wasn't a loss today? That was our DraftKings king of the game, ladies and gentlemen. Colt McCoy, 26 for 37, 238 and a touchdown. But goes beyond the box score as you guys watched in the leadership. game methodical leadership <laughs> yeah. distribution of the football uh, yeah. taking care of the football command of the huddle respect and uh i i think the cardinal fans can take solace in knowing at the end of the day he's under contract he's going to be this team's backup probably until he retires frankly and they know if you kyler murray it. goes down you're not you it. like you're yeah it. that's what you got to do do we want to see Colt McCoy, and this is my opinion, and not to rain on the parade, for 17 games stretched out? No, we saw that in Cleveland, right? It didn't go well. But Colt McCoy off the bench as a DH, a switch hitter, get us a win, get us a hit, keep it simple. That's what he's paid to do. That's what the best backups to do. That's what, once upon a time, you know, uh, Drew Stanton did with this team, with Bruce Arians. But I think Colt got a higher upside. I just... It, it hurts me when I see, because we've seen this time and time again, and we've got like Geno being the outlier this year. If Colt McCoy is under center for 17 games, like it looks different week to yeah. week, Don't, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you can game plan. Def opposing defenses probably have a little bit easier day or week game planning Colt McCoy. It, now we've seen th very, three very successful games with Colt McCoy and, and mm -hmm. one where the Carolina Panthers were very disruptive and game wrecked that thing from the very jump. Uh, and, and we have a, a full career of Colt McCoy coming here. And I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say that maybe he hasn't turned the corner as far as where he didn't have success before Arizona. But, you know, what is it? John Clayton, the late, great John Clayton of ESPN said famously, like, a good backup quarterback can get you three wins, but he yeah. also gets you three losses. And I think that he's the quintessential, if not the top backup in the league. 
And it's great that he's on your roster because he can come in and he can win you a football game. And you love that. Yeah, right? he did. But as far as quarterback controversies, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ready to, to do that. Uh, but I saw a couple, you know, Buddha player, you know, player of the game. I, there was we. This was probably the toughest one we had all year as far as picking who our, our DraftKings king of the game was. I mean, you look at, up and down there. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, 14 targets, 10 catches, 98 yards. Rondell Moore had nine catches for 94 yards. You had a a, a, a fill-in kicker. You're what fourth of the season. Come in there and not miss a kick. He was huge. Vizcaino. God, it pisses me off though too. Doesn't it piss you off that we it had should. watched Dirt Muskert earlier yeah, this because year? Because of the negligence from the GM position as far as putting him Literally out there. Literally anybody's yeah. been better than yeah. we yeah. picked yeah. earlier yeah. that cost us games. Cost us to win against what unbeaten Philadelphia. Yeah. You should have beaten the Eagles. But I digress. He was fantastic today. I mean, there was their clean. You talked about it. this game really never felt in doubt outside. Mm-hmm. Of, you got through the second quarter. They had that touchdown, and then the, what should have been the scoop and score from Watt. From that moment forward, all three phases, it never felt in doubt. Cardinal fans enjoy this win. Like, enjoy it. I guess just we just been through, we just been through the mud, man. And then yeah. you know, watching just some bad football. I mean, really bad football. Penalty wise, special team, offense, and defense, and of course, not not as much defense because defense is you know they they battled their butt off and they've kept us in most of the games. But this win right here, man, is a sweet victory because this could, this could have really got ugly if this was a loss. And the day's conversation would have been, you know, it's fire really this bad. guy. We lost. Really to, we lost to backups. Here we are. We can't overcome the Rams. And you know what? Whatever happened to coaching and making adjustments and all those things that you would have said. You don't have to say because you saw it. You saw us make adjustments. You saw us change the offense. You saw you saw a quarterback come in and just literally do what Cliff has been asking to be done, and he's taking a lot of the blunt, a lot of the heat, a lot of. So you'll you have to have you he'll have a lot of good comments this week. And wins make you feel better. So enjoy the win. I just want to let you guys know enjoy the win because it really feels good not to be talking you know from from another perspective. I don't like talking about losing, but we had to do it too much this year. Here's what I do want to talk about. Uh, there are, let me count them up here, seven games left on the schedule. This team's four and six. I venture to say you win five of seven, mm-hmm. nine and eight. You put yourself in a position to go to the playoffs. Now, before everybody freaks out, <laughs> go and look at the schedule, right? There are some winnable games, and then there are some games where the Cardinals are probably not going to be favored to be competitive at all. We have seen crazier things have happened in the NFL, and I, you cannot dispute that the talent is there. We saw The Cardinals were more talented than the Rams today. And they're going to get Hollywood Brown back, and hopefully they get a couple offensive linemen back. Mm-hmm. DJ Humphreys didn't even play today. Mm-hmm. Their defense could be turning a corner to play some of their better football of the year. We'll see what happens with Kyler Murray. But, boy, I just I feel like it's it's too soon to say, let's do a mock draft. Let's have Will Anderson yeah. come on down to the desert. Let's stop Seven more bit. games. You got a little bit of a margin for error now. You can win some games and be in the mix. Yeah, hit the pause button. Put down the sticks on your mock draft for now. It, Thank it's, God. It's an important Monday night football game going on that the Cardinals sure as hell don't want to look like fools on primetime TV yep. against a very, very stout 49ers team. So that that's very important. And as far as going forward those next seven games, what's most important is just is preparation and execution from this Cardinals team because we saw today, even against an inferior opponent, that when you do that – you're you're a very dangerous team. Yeah. Very dangerous team. So I I'm here. Like Terry, huge win. Absolutely. Um I, I see everybody in the chat who everybody's killing it right now. Uh it was a big, big W for this franchise. I need to see that Colt McCoy king of the game. He kind of looked like an Archie Comics character a little bit. He looked a little, did he? I mean, <laughs> guys, guys usually look pretty cool I'm with the crown. 
I'm going to tell you right now, with the way he played and mm-hmm. the way the defense played, I I think they beat Stafford if Stafford plays today. I probably. think it's probably closer. It's probably a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. Does I, Cup have minus one yard? On no, the game? but I, I, Johnny, stop it. Let's just enjoy the win no, and just I, move Stafford's on to the immobile, worst If we're fifth, we'd all be Let's faded, bro. Yeah. We'd all be I faded. I like hypotheticals when we don't have to talk about it anymore. Yeah. But I, here's what I do want to talk about. So I had a shitty day on DraftKings, not because of DraftKings. They sent me. Had a great hair day, though. I appreciate that. <laughs> I couldn't hide it under our cap today. So we got to let the flow rock out. Mm-hmm. We'll see how long this lasts. But I didn't last long on DraftKings. That's, they, they gave me some early Christmas presents today. I'm always like, oh, what do I want to dabble on? And then I get, boom, two 50% profit boosts this morning. So I said, I got to do this. I got to do this. I went 0 for 3. I was in the mix, though, and it kept those early games interesting because, frankly, I was a little concerned watching the Cardinal game. So I said, I got to spice some shit up. But, you know, I'll trade an 0 for 3 day on DraftKings if my Cardinals get the dub. You can have some fun on DraftKings, too. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet. We got some NBA action tonight. Get $200 if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. My DraftKings pick of the week, by the way, gentlemen. I believe I had the under and the uh, Titans-Broncos game, which hit by at least 10 points, which was fantastic. Not fantastic for our friends at DMVR as the Broncos lost yet again. Broncos, by the way, play the Cardinals in December. Can't wait for that one. But uh, good for your boy and my DraftKings pick of the week. All right, gentlemen. Looking ahead now, we got hard knocks on tap. Mm-hmm. We got the Cardinals next week on Monday Night Football for what I think is unequivocally going to be the game of the year, for better or worse. Bo Brock, how, how does this team build off of this win, and do they do it with Kyler Murray? Yeah, it's going to be a big week of practice for this team. I think that as far as health, outside of Zach Ertz, they probably came out unscathed. We'll see what you know Colt McCoy's status is going forward because you know I like like Kyler Murray last week. Injured his look like a hamstring injury in this game, and it's it's just like rolling your ankle in hoops. Sometimes you can just play right away after well, it. We saw then, Kyler's hamstring last week. Right. He played through it exactly, and then the next day, and then the next couple days, that's when it becomes sore, and, and maybe you can't go. I think that it's important, and you want your QB one to play in prime time in a, in the biggest game of the year, potentially evening your your record. I'm not 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 evening your record, but to move your record to five and six, that would be huge. Well, they beat the Niners last year with Colt McCoy. Uh, that was that with uh, Kyler. And with Kyler. But, yeah. I mean, Colt McCoy had the better of the two games late in the year. Mm-hmm. How much does that go into your thought process, DA? If you're like Cliff Kingsbury, you're like, well, he played really well. Should I continue on with house money? Or if Kyler looks like Kyler this week, I need to play my franchise quarterback. I mean, if Kyler is available, you give him the opportunity to play. I mean, okay. that's why you're coaching. That's why you made that investment. And that's why we, you know, not a, a minimum amount of money, but that's why you pay Colt backup money. But you, you, you look at what you did against the Rams, and can we build upon that? I would say playing against a great defense like the 49ers, which they have, what they're going to do is expose a lot of weaknesses and their you know, and their offensive ability to run the ball. We talk about the issues that the, that the Cardinals have defensively against the rush or yep. covering stout uh, tight ends. They could run the damn ball, and they got a pretty – Good ass tight end in Kittles, right? And, yeah. and and defensively, they got some problems over there. So I think this is going to be a great test for the Arizona Cardinals. But the heart that they showed today, their ability to have four backups in there in that offensive line, Colt McCoy, for his ability just to execute, be efficient, make good decisions, and lead this team down the football field. Everything that you wanted to see, and hopefully Kyler, you know, taking a step back, he could appreciate, you know, this offense running it at a high level. 
and learn from Cliff. And I saw in one of the chats, it was like, yo, maybe, you know, Kyler's not coachable and it's a toxic relationship. He can't take criticism. I think it was from Blaine or uh, I think, um, you know, one of the comments. But I, I hopefully, Bo, we keep going back to this. Like, yes, everything about this win was great, but mm -hmm. we know what this offense can be with a, you know, elite dynamic quarterback. And mm -hmm. I think that's what the fans, you know, some of the frustration is from. Because you're not get you have we haven't gotten that this year and to have this offense go in there and battle against the Rams like they did was you know inspiring. It shouldn't take Colt McCoy, Frank Sanders, to unlock this offense. Like you've had Kyler Murray in house, he's been with you since April of what 2019. Cliff Kingsbury, fig figure it out, make it functional, right? I agree with you. It shouldn't take it shouldn't take that man. I just it's a uh, it's a hit or miss situation because I think like when you watch the game plans that we've been putting together when Kyler's there, it's been it's been the same. Yep. And then one week when we played when we played New Orleans, it was like it was a totally different we get D hops back and it's like a totally yeah. different offense. Then you went back. And then we went back to two the, games the, later. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so it's just one of those things. Then we come out and play the Rams with another quarterback and it changes again. And so I like think that that's one the, meme. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing, right? I think that's 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 the go ahead. And I want to get to a comment here, AZ right. Cardinals, stop hating on Kyler Murray. Well we're Every week we are in support of Kyler Murray and really have, have put it in spite of Cliff Kingsbury. And today, Cliff Kingsbury went out and beat a division rival, a, a backup versus backup. I mean, McVay got to pick his backup. Like, Cardinals picked Colt McCoy. McVay picked John Wolford. So we're going to go with McVay at face value there. And he beat him and pretty much embarrassed them all, all four quarters today to the, to the tune of the Rams season might be lost now. The Cardinals very much alive now. And so I think... There was a lot of contention, Kyler Murray opting not to play. So now we're challenging both Kyler and Cliff yeah. moving forward. Like, it sh we need to f fix the common denominator here, Bo, because we're, yeah. we're missing something. Yeah, you have to, you have to be uh, very humble in your approach as far as the, the offense through mm. the first nine weeks, it didn't look right. No. And then for one week, you saw a team, not just the offense, but the team perform at its highest level of the season. You got to say, well, What's the difference here? How how can I be part of the solution? How can I get in there and operate differently? But like TA said, you can hope that as much as you want. It's like dealing with your kid. You can put them and give them all the tools for success, yeah. but are they going to put them to good use, right? Yeah, I mean, and it's a hope, and, and you don't know, and we've seen – Colt play at different times and I mean just reading some of the, the you know the chats I mean they're going in you know obviously stick up for you know Kyler or Kyler isn't going to thrive in this offense I mean what you had the, the the best ability we have as humans is the ability to adapt mm -hmm. if some shit ain't working you got to figure it out move another direction and and figure out a way that does uh, you know does work I'll say to you know the art you know AZ cards fan I'll say this Kyler gets paid f roughly 50 million dollars you know, per year, right? Yeah. Just rounding up. Yeah. We'll say rounding up. The ex expectations of getting paid $50 million a year is to show up pretty much every week. Even if you have a bad game, it's like he he played his ass off. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? He played well with $50 million. And when you don't do that, that's what fans are like, yo, hey, what's going on? But then when Cliff, the reason why Kyler and Cliff were, you know, married together, that doesn't work. But then you see the backup come in and be efficient. Then you're going to have a natural question of, hey, well, why didn't this work? last week well why why couldn't we do this with Kyler that's just natural no one's hating no one's trying to point the finger we're just trying to evaluate and siphon through the process like mm -hmm. hey hopefully they learn from this game and do what they did with you know Ky I mean with with Colt with Kyler because this offense can do major things could this be the best thing to happen to Kyler so. I think so 
I think it's Kyler Murray, not a wake-up call. I think Kyler Murray is more self-aware than we give him credit for. And I, I think, first of all, he's got a great relationship with Colt McCoy. For those that, that don't know, they, they are lockstep. Bo, you're at practice every day. You see them. Uh, they're close when Kyler got his extension. Colt's heckling him from the crowd that day, asking him if he's going to be at walkthroughs or, or OTAs or whatever it was. It, they, they have a great relationship. Guys. And I think Colt can go to Kyler and just say, hey, what, what are you saying? <laughs> T-Dactyl with the dang. It's almost like studying works or something. Uh, that working dagger. for Russell Wilson. No. <laughs> Kyler's got to be better. Dagger. And he knows that. And here's the thing. I think he will be. Yeah. I, th- the, I think he will be. We said it before. The game plan we for Kyler. The, the game plan for <laughs> Kyler, not just offensively, but the defensive side of what other teams do is totally different than what your boy saw today. That's just what it is. And he, he presents a different problem that – most teams don't have to, when you got Colt, you don't have to worry about him running. But then you saw that he had a little bit of running ability. That's not the same as him and Kyler. Kyler's going to grab 30 to 40 yards to run. He could he could just do some stuff. And that's that's, that's the special part. Mm-hmm. Um, but today we saw something that was like, you know, it was, it was effective and efficient. And I think we can all appreciate that. This is going to be a good little conversation piece until they play next Monday or until we find out, who, you know, Kyler's going to be starting quarterback and Colt's going to be the backup. But I think the idea is that, you know, it is a good thing for him to watch and look and see what what am I not doing? Did I, can I get the ball out of my hand a lot faster? But again, mm-hmm. I say this respectfully. I'm going to go back and watch the game, and I want to see what how the front line mm-hmm. for the how how the front line played differently than they would have played it versus Kyler. Everyone else has been in a wide technique. Mm-hmm. This to, today it was not that, and they brought they they stunt, they dog, they twisted, they did everything they were supposed to do, but our old line just. Held them at Stepped bay. Up. Something that w- would something that maybe what Booter said or some of the leaders said made sense to these young cats and got these guys to go out and play harder, extra harder, and did something that they would, you know just did their job but did it more effective versus one of the best D lines in the in the, in, in the game. And I think that yeah. is the part you know you can't really take that away. Competition, my man said, it's supposed to bring you know it's supposed to make you better. And I think that it, we saw our guys rise to that level of competition. And again, when you go out and be effective, I think that's the part where it doesn't matter who you're playing because you're doing your job and you're able to do it effectively. And, and this, this conversation with Kyler and Colt, that's going to that's gonna wash itself out. But I think we got our team where they, they can identify a true leader in Buddha. Like, this is this is the yeah. dog. When he say shit, I'm going to follow Colt. that. Colt. If Colt, Colt says nah, something, nah, I mean, nah, 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 but there's nothing wrong with that. But it's nothing wrong with it. And I think that's the I'm part where – you know, you get to look at the guys and say, man, like, I, I remember there was a moment in time when it clicked for us on, and, and, and when we weren't losing no more. And it felt right. like we was out playing. Yeah. We yeah. bust our ass. And we lost, we lost a lot of games. Saul saw it. But we fought to the end, to the death. Right. And maybe we might we might have came back, but sometimes we didn't. And I think that's the part where, you know, you're watching our young guys kind of and guys having to uh, assume positions that you weren't the starter when you got here. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't supposed to be the starter. Right. But now you're the starter. And I think that's the part we can watch our guys kind of. Get I mean, better. There, there are two things that are undeniable. One, Buda Baker, as far as the leader of this team, it's it's not Kyler, it's not DeAndre Hopkins, it's not J.J. Watt, it's not the guys that we thought going into this season. It, it's Buda Baker, right? Uh, but also, what's undeniable is, is Kyler can't run from his performance from his backup quarterback. I just don't think it's it's That's undeniable. It's true. true. It's, not in today's it's, game. No, yeah, but I mean. And it was a way to win a football game against a bad team, but also set an example for the guy that you need to be to to truly have success that you just locked in for, in, in through twenty twenty seven, right? Yeah, and I but the, you're making the point for people who said do not extend Kyler yet; he hasn't earned it. 
If we're having this conversation, and I love Kyler more than anybody, and I, I, I've i seen what this franchise has tried it out a quarterback before him, but it is an uneasy feeling to say a week, whatever this is, week 11 performance, a week 10 performance with a backup quarterback has to lot of fire under your franchise well, quarterback. That's, I don't want to be in that sure, spot. For sure, but you, you also got to do it with without, one, having to bench him, and two, getting the dub. I mean, though that's, that's something that you don't usually get the opportunity to do. I mean, sometimes... You know, guys, franchises have to make tough decisions and bench guys. Uh, I'm glad it didn't come to that. Now you, you can have a, a, an opportunity to learn from something and, and improve something, especially with a, a guy that you have a $99 million dead cap for next season. He yeah, ain't he's going not, anywhere. He's not being traded. You know, it's... It's an opportunity for him now. What he's going to do with it that that's going to be that's going to be huge to see. I can't wait to see the hard knocks to see how this team prepared for this week. I you, think it's going to be really really fascinating. HB playing this week. Hollywood Brown is eligible to come off the IR. I think we'd all be surprised if he played. The most likely scenario has always been after the bye, which is after the Charger game. But but who knows? I mean, you watch today and you're like, yeah, they have enough receivers. Rondell Moore plays like that. Shit, it's just like they should be able to make do. Uh, and what an opportunity for Kyler Murray this week on the national stage to quiet his haters. You guys have an opportunity, by the way. Like this video now. Helps share this video around. Subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. And most importantly, subscribe to the PHNX Cardinals podcast. Leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. We are back at it this week in preparation for the Mexico City Extravaganza Monday Night Football game taking place a week from tomorrow, 4 p.m. PHNX Cardinals Live Manana with the crew. For Bo Brock, Damian Anderson, Frank Sanders, I'm Johnny Venerable. Enjoy this Cardinal dub, and we'll see you tomorrow.